Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. We're excited to be joined in the studio by Willie Porter, contemporary American rock musician, singer-songwriter from Mequon, and recently announced going into the Wisconsin Area Music Industry Hall of Fame. Willie, thank you for being with us here in the studio. What an honor, John. Thank you, Sandy. Thank you, Greg. It's a pleasure to be here. No, I'm what like fanboy over freak. here, man. Like He's I... been excited all day, <laughs> Willie. He's been out of control. Like, yeah, so in our text chain this morning, Willie is like, and Willie's coming in the studio. I was like, oh my God, what, I gonna, what am I going to wear? Like, <laughs> I know. He just crushed me in the hallway with a song that I've never played for 30 years. Wow. He's like, oh, I'm going to yell for that one. Yeah. yeah I was like, and I've wow. seen you play it. That's somebody years i've been watching you play that's live it's always a treat thank you for coming back and willie i feel like you're like a soundtrack to my 90s life in chicago wow dog-eared dog-eared dream i hope it was a good era for that you. cd it was wonderful <laughs> but it was just but it was funny to be in chicago and like oh he's from wisconsin like all this mm. great midwestern music and to so many people will recognize you the more we talk about where you've played and what you have going next in song titles, but you've just been such a wonderful fixture of the Milwaukee music scene, but also the Wisconsin music scene. And now, Sunday, you're going to get a wonderful honor. I am really, truly honored to be uh, welcomed into the Hall of Fame, and um, along with my good buddy Greg Koch and um, a couple other folks. So it's a deep honor and a lot of time in here, but um, so grateful to all the supporters and people in this town and, and obviously in Wisconsin in general. People love you, and they love your music. It's such a competitive industry, and it's a tough industry. Mm. How's it been to be able to make your living doing what you love for so many years and be in the soundtrack to people's lives? Uh, I just I have nothing but gratitude, and it still is remarkable to me, John, every time I step on stage in front of people that there's anybody there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I still uh, I love my job as much as when I, I first started out on the road, and I look forward to many years ahead. Um, so yeah, I have nothing but gratitude. Yes, there's been great hardship. There's difficulties in touring and raising a family. All those things are real, but, um, to get to keep doing it, man, I'm blessed. I know you play a lot of shows and festivals and you tour, you do acoustic, you play with your band, but you've also been on tour with some monster, monster names in the music industry. What were those experiences like? And, and, and who did you have a great time with on the road? I had probably the best time of my life with Jeff Beck. I think getting to watch him play every night, you know, for about 20 different shows was just a remarkable education in being present for the music and also um, just the way that man carried himself in the music that he played was really remarkable to me. Um, Greg Koch, who I mentioned earlier, said to me, you know, it's remarkable. The heaviest cats are as light as a feather. Wow. And it's really true. The same holds true for Martin Barr of Jethro Tull, who I toured with. Um, he was just a sweetheart and um, just an amazing musician to be around. What is very Sting like? Sting is just very, very comfortable in his skin. He really, um, the first time I encountered him, he was backstage meditating. Yeah, he seems very zen. He's very <laughs> zen. Yeah. And um, he asked me at the Riverside to sit in with him the following night in Indianapolis. And wow. I was just... I was bowled over by that. So it, it's just a joy, you know, and, and music is such a universal language that if you're focused and you're trying to be present and communicate, other musicians feel that. And that's really, uh, that creates a great dialogue. So you're on stage with Sting playing some of his catalog? I was playing a part that was sung on the record by James Taylor. 
And um, Sting said, this part is a walk-on part. You don't need to play guitar, but you can have it on if you'd like. And so I just came out and I recited this part. I think the song was called Filler Up and um, from his brand new day record. So just a... Just That's a blast cool. mm-hmm. to walk out and see Manu Kache playing drums, and yeah. it's a very heady experience. Yeah. <laughs> and you must feel like you really belong in this musical community. It's great here in our state, but mm. when you really are working with international musicians, Jeff Beck, one of the most influential guitarists of all time, nods to you and goes, "Hey, nice to see you. Let's talk music. Let's talk life." Like. Mm. It has to be kind of a pinch you moment, but I hope you certainly feel the confidence of, oh, all right, I am a musician. I do feel that. I, I never take it too seriously, though. I realize that it's um, it's all about what you're doing and, and the presence of it. And to me, getting into the interior of music, it sounds a little heady, but that's what it's really about. It's all about forgetting yourself and actually playing music without a sense of ego or trying to get over. And I think... Some of the other artists I was lucky enough to work with saw that I was trying to do that. They responded to that in a way. Incoming Whammy Hall of Famer Willie Porter is with us live in the studio. We're going to take a quick break and come back. We're going to continue the conversation, Willie, if you can stick around. and he brought a guitar, play a little too, John. Yeah, he oh, a, my God. A, he was tuning it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yes, we need to see this. So quick break. Thank we'll you. be back with more from Willie Porter up next on WTMJ. It is 415. So I, I'm pretty sure it was 2002, roughly. You had uh, your Willie Porter album release. It's got Breathe on it, Paper Airplane, great songs. Thank and you. And I, I went to pick it up. It was a Tuesday. Albums were released on Tuesdays. So I went to the exclusive company off Brady Street <laughs> on a Tuesday, and I walk in to get the Willie Porter album. Say it with me. And and you're there playing the, the album. Like, you're just in the aisles <laughs> of the exclusive company. I, know, I was like, I'm, what is going on? Wow. So, shameless. And, and then I called my friend immediately, because he didn't text at that point. I was like, you've got to get down here. You live very close. <laughs> so he came down. We're sitting there. We're just watching you, right? You signed our album. And we walked over to the Nomad to grab a drink. And it's probably 6 o'clock in the evening. And you walked by with your guitar. And we're like, Willie! Right? And you said, hey! And like, you signed our album. That's so cool. And then, no joke, about four hours later, Willie came walking back we were still sitting there drinking beer like Willie <laughs> you guys are having a night surprise you recognized me at that point oh gosh that was so classic right in the aisles of the exclusive company oh that's stranger things story. and that's yeah. how you kind of got your start as a musician and I mean you as like musicians period mm. in the 90s and the 2000s really playing smaller venues and that pop-up exclusive company type show. What was it like getting started at that time? Because I feel like it's evolved now. It has a little bit. I think it's a different it's a different business plan now for new musicians to start out because there aren't the same retail spaces and things to play, of course, and there aren't the same venues. But yeah, I mean, we were absolutely shameless. I mean, I was. We would I would play anywhere, and as soon as I thought that. Somebody in New York, like my record at Atlantic Records, I got in my car and drove out there to see if I could get a showcase. And, you know, I did those things that I was just tireless. And I don't know where I came up with the energy back in the beginning, but um, I'm glad I did it. When did you know you were going to be able to do this for a living? Well, I clerked after school. I clerked with my dad. He was an attorney and I thought I was going to go to law school. And I... I just was horrible. I just couldn't manage the research. I just wasn't good at it. And he just looked at me and he said, I think other careers back in, and, uh, which I thought was a great thing. 
And so, and about the same time, I got an agent who was booking colleges. So I started to sort of pay my rent by playing one or two colleges a month. And then I established residencies in Milwaukee at Sherman Celebrity Club and also in Madison every Sunday night at the Club to Wash. And through those two residencies, I was off and running. That was really what wow. I needed to get going. And to have a regular gig. Yeah. Instead of having to constantly load up the van and drive somewhere else. Absolutely. So that was really, for me, I always looked at it like Milwaukee was the hub of the wheel. And then each new town was a new spoke out to a new town. And you worked that town and you got beat up, but you came back home where people liked you and supported you. And you kept trying to go back to those towns. So Wisconsin, Milwaukee is a great geographical location because you have Minneapolis, Chicago, Madison, and you can go out and hit those mm-hmm. towns on a monthly basis. And um, if you're willing to do the work, the work is there. I, I love how true to your roots you are. You still play Tosa Fest. You still play the, the Strawberry Festival in Cedarburg, right? You, <laughs> right? you still play Shank Hall, where I saw you last this winter. Absolutely. You know, these are intimate venues. These are festival venues. It might be raining outside. Who knows? But But that's... That's part of your fabric. That absolutely is. And, you know, I married a woman from Menominee Falls, and, and we thought about moving to um, L.A. when I had a record deal with an L.A.-based label. And we just thought, no, let's stay here. This is where we're rooted. This is where our family is. We, know, we love this city. And um, I'm so glad we did. You mentioned a couple of venues. Are there favorite places that you like to play in southeast Wisconsin? I love Shank Hall. I love the Paps Theater. I think the Paps is probably... My favorite room, maybe in the country. Wow, that I've that's played. cool. It's just, it sounds so good in there on stage. The acoustics are so great. And um, so, yeah, those are two of my favorites. I love Shank, though. It's just, it's where we got beat up and all the good stuff happens to you, you know? <laughs> when you say beat up, do you mean other people accosting you or are you just wearing yourself out? Well, it's just when you're playing to a bunch of seatbacks without people in them, you know? That's what I consider that. You know, a friend of mine, John Cruth, said, he said, you know, Will, he's like, you can be in a cover band and you'll play to full houses every weekend. And he's like, you can live in, at home and sleep in your own bed. Or you can play original music and play to empty rooms everywhere. <laughs> so, that's thrilling. That's a that's, great line. That's uh, really how it starts. I, I know you've got your guitar over there. Uh, if I may, can I put in a request? Am I allowed to do this? Oh, it's all right with us. It's up to it's up to it's Willie up to him Porter. whether he I, ag- accepts your request. I, I think the beginning of Moonbeam is probably the favorite intro. It's tough because that and Breathe are just so brilliant. Let's the way you get those songs started. Uh, just the way they start. It's just it's the brilliance of your guitar playing and your voice eventually pops in. But Moonbeam is a just a dynamite song. And as you as you tune, uh, if you don't realize this, the fabulous Willie Porter will be inducted into the Whammy Hall of Fame on Sunday at That's Turner amazing. Hall, which is one of the catalysts to invite him into the studio. Because I think a lot of times when it's Great things are right here in our own backyard. You know, we talk about our pride in Wisconsin, whether it's a landmark or an event. It's like it's also in our talent and our artists and our musicians. So oh, congratulations gosh. early on your induction. You'll be in fine company with Liberace. Oh, I know. Al Jarreau. I know. Al Jarreau. <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. And Greg Koch, who I just think is maybe the greatest, one of the greatest guitar players ever, certainly from our state, but maybe in the world yeah. when you really sit down with him the gristle man uh, and you realize the depth of his understanding i recorded one christmas tune and i said greg i can't play this chet atkinson can you come down here and and it, i just wanted this kind of a, a descending part and he came in in one take he played the most gorgeous thing wow. and i thought that just 
doesn't happen. You know, All right, so this is uh, Willie Porter going to play us into the break. Congratulations. Thank you for being with us in the studio. It's an honor. Thank this you This is so the great much. Willie Porter. Hiding your suit, 